Hey there, my name is David Kozlowski and you're listening to the Peru Travel Podcast, a show where we talk all about Peru travel. Between my co-host Kevin Girl and myself, we have over six years of working experience in the Peru travel industry. We've developed a business called Kachi Life that helps push the limits of sustainable tourism and provides help and support to those surrounding communities that otherwise don't benefit from the travel industry. We are Kachi Life, and this is the Peru Travel Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Peru Travel Podcast. I'm your host, David Kozlowski, and today I've got a really interesting episode for you. Kevin is going to be calling in, and we're going to be communicating with Julian from Scott's Cheap Flights. If you don't know what that is, it is a website that basically scours the web, finding you affordable airfare from the United States to multiple destinations around the world. It's actually a pretty manual process from everything I've read online. So I'm really excited to talk to Julian to see, one, what are the cheap flights that he's gotten? And two, how do they do it? right? Like how are they finding these cheap flights and how can we implement that on our trips to Peru? So if you haven't booked your flight to Peru, this is definitely going to be the podcast episode for you because not only are you going to find a quick fix of potentially finding cheap flights, which by the way, you book one of these flights off this company, one of them, it's a $50 annual fee. One of them, you will save all the money you just spent and then some, you're going to get that money back. Okay. So I might've said that wrong, but you're going to get that money back. All right. So Here's the phone call. We've already recorded it. Let's go ahead and take a listen. And I promise you, you're going to want to hear everything this guy has to say about affordable travel and how to get there. All right, here we go. All right, Julian, you there? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> What's going on? You're uh, you're out of New York City. Is that correct? Yeah, I just moved here um, uh, a few months ago now. That's a weird thing to say from D.C., but I just switched from one major city to another. So not nothing too crazy, I guess. Are you liking it? I, I am. Yeah, I it, it's funny because I I live in a, um, a quieter area in Manhattan right now. So when people are like, how are you liking New York? I'm like, oh, it's great. You know, it's quiet. There's trees. Um, everyone's super friendly to each other. And, and everyone's like, are you do you live in New York? Do you live in Manhattan? <laughs> so yeah, but but I'm, I'm loving it so far. It's um. I couldn't imagine New York City being like a quiet place, like it or or even green. Right, and there's there's I mean, so I live I live like half a block from Central Park, but even on my street there are trees, and every time friends come over, they're like, "Oh, that, what are these things on your street?" (laughs) There was was a lady that I worked with a long time ago. uh, It was like for some commercial, and she had told me how, like I have two dogs and she had told me how her cat has never seen grass or her dog. And I was like, oh my you've goodness. gotta be kidding me, right? Like your dog has never seen real grass. She's, she's from Manhattan area, which I, I thought that was crazy. And she was yeah, like, I mean, I, uh-huh. she was also like totally fascinated with old farm equipment because we live in Tennessee and the, there's like a bunch of old farm equipment everywhere. And she was like, you can make furniture out of this. And I was like, that's not yeah. what we do here. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean that. You actually that actually reminds me. There's there's also a lot of dogs up here. Um, I mean, I feel I feel like there's a lot of dogs in Manhattan in general, but especially in the Upper West Side here. And I was reading reviews of the neighborhood before I moved in, and there, what someone was like, the cons of the place is that there's too many dogs. And I looked over to my girlfriend, and I was like, because we both, I mean, absolutely love dogs. We're like, what? How, how is this a con to anyone? And then it's actually funny. I was saying that with my mom right there. My mom is terrified of dogs. She goes, oh, I think I wrote that review. 
something. <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah. There's so yeah. many great Instagram accounts too that I follow about dogs. So that's that's funny. I like dogs too. Yep. Yeah, um, exactly. It almost reminds me of uh, when I lived in Santa Barbara. I mean, you know, everyone had dogs and everyone lived in tiny apartments. I mean, I guess they had the beach, but yeah, everyone, no one, you know, everyone's living in little tiny apartments and dogs never saw. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, true. Yeah, long yeah. It's crazy, yeah. That's pretty crazy. All right, so first off, everyone that's listening in, if you don't know, Julian, if you don't know already, Julian works for Scott's Cheap Flights, which is a great website. Basically, and I'm going to I'm going to give my explanation of what it is and Julian, feel free to back me up or change course correct. Uh, so the the way that Scott Chief Flights works is really it was a manual process. Uh, I believe the guy named, that started it was Scott. And uh, essentially what it was is he would scour the web and he would find cheap flights through a bunch of different outlets of websites, normal things that you and I would typically use to find cheap flights. And the reason that we brought Julian on is to talk about what are the tactics that they use, but at the same time, talk about their website and how they do it all in source, right? So an example of this would be how we tell you how to buy your Machu Picchu tickets. But at the same time, we also say, hey, you know, if you don't want to do all this work, we can do it for you at a very, very reasonable fee. So uh, that's kind of why we brought them on is because we felt that they have a great service. We actually booked our very first flight to Peru on Scottsheet Flights. And they also have this really cool thing that happens once in a while. They don't pick it. They obviously find it. But it's the mistake airfares, which are absolutely incredible airfares. So Julian... Take it away, man. Tell us what Scotchy Flight does and how you guys got started, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean that 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 covers definitely uh, most of what we do, which is perfect. <laughs> um, it's I, I like to say Scotchy Flight is not it's not too difficult if you look at it. Um, if you we basically do what people kind of don't have the time to do if that makes sense sure yeah. where of course someone can be sitting there uh for kind of the whole day checking airfares but that's with with most with most people that's not possible i mean people have jobs and, and kids and all that stuff um and that's where we come in we have a team of about eight at the moment that is dedicated to flight searching um and we just spend what 12 to 15 hours of the day and that's that's our life right there and we love doing it um and not only that we obviously search every or most of the airports um out of the u.s right now i think we have a list of 170 around that airports that we search um so yeah so we definitely try to cover as many airports as possible um and do the hard work for you i think that's 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 also, it's, a, it's exactly what you were saying, where, um, you know, you, we, we, we let you know what the prices are. We, we notify you of what's out there because you may just not have the time to do it. Um, yeah, what, is it what is the also, average, like, just curious uh, to interrupt. I mean, what, what is like the average savings that you typically see? Like, how does that if somebody was if somebody listening in is like, yeah, so uh, like they find these cheap flights, like how drastic are we talking? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I, I would say pretty drastic. Um, we usually send, I think our average goes between 50 to 80% off. Wow. Um, and wow. which in a way that kind of skews, um, we, we've talked about this, me and some of my coworkers of flight bias. And and that's that usually doesn't happen in the in when we're searching for flights. But right now, because I'm out of New York, 
And I've been able to have this kind of saying of, I'm not going to go to Europe for if it's, you know, over 400, maybe even over $375, <laughs> which is, I mean, which is obviously very lucky for me based off where I live, but it just kind of skewed my, my, my way of, uh, uh, flight prices and stuff. But then it, it is always good to see, we have a lot of members, uh, right in and they're like, you know, I'm, I'm from, um, what is a good, what, what's a, like Twin Falls or Moline, you know, some of these really small airports. Yeah. And they're like, we just got a deal for like $650 to Europe. And I'm like, <laughs> $650 seems like a lot, but it's actually still such a great price. Yeah. Omaha, um, Nebraska is not getting direct flights, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a very similar. Yeah. That's a good example. Um, so yeah, I mean, in, in, in that case, we really are sending flights out probably closer to that 80% range, but, um, definitely, uh, 50 to 80% for the majority of the deals that we send them. What's crazy is you guys, like, I thought that there was a trick. I remember like going through your website when I first became a subscriber and, and mm -hmm. going through thinking that there was like some sort of system that it was invented or algorithm. And then I believe it was in the, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> ah, early morning. So what's crazy is like, as I was going through, when I was going through your site, I noticed how it's a manual process, right? Like it is a, there's nothing that was created, no algorithm, no, nothing that was just unique. It was just, yeah, I know. Like I wanted to find cheap flights and I started doing this process and, and that blew my mind. Like the fact that somebody is actually just genuinely going through Google and the internet to be able to figure this out. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's kind of why I like to bring up, um, the technically anyone can do this right right but that's why that's why people still sign up for our services because we we are able to spend 12 to 15 hours um doing this for yeah uh, for our members it's, fair. yeah i mean the, the the general the general uh thing of what we do is we're we're on google flights 12 to 15 hours of the day we're <laughs> on you know momondo skyscanner kayak just just the 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 sites that everyone's using the sites that most people know um but now we're able to get because we're looking at you know a wide variety of airports and not not just kind of the three or four home airports that most people are searching by themselves um we're able to start seeing like trends of what's what's there um seeing maybe like what what destinations are popping up a little bit more so we know to keep an eye on that and stuff like that um which definitely helps us along with our job too uh but yeah you're right it is it is a lot of manually uh, of manual searching and that's that's how we started and that's still mainly how we do things now yeah and i mean all this discount too is uh correct me if i'm wrong what was the price again i actually i, th I thought it was 70 something or 80 something but what was it uh, for how, how much the prices are off? Uh, no, no, sorry. For the total price subscription of Scott Cheap Flights. Oh, it's uh, the premium version is fifty dollars. Fifty bucks a year. a year, yeah. So super yeah. affordable, yeah. super then, cheap. Yeah, we uh, we we also have a free version. Um, but yeah, premiums obviously you know where the money's at. Premium is that's what the mistake airfares are. Yeah, mistake airfares, Hawaii fares, Alaska fares, and your holiday and peak summer. Um, and we like to say that, you know, one, if you take one of our trips, yeah, so you just say it. you're taking a, yeah, a $400 trip to Europe or something like that, which is one of the actually like regular deals that we send. 
uh, regular price, depending from where you're from, eight fifty, nine hundred dollars. You're already paying for your, or your subscription's already paid for, right? For eight to nine years, and that's just off one trip. So, yeah, I'm gonna put you on the spot because I'm curious, and you're you're a flight expert. I've been looking mm-hmm. for a trip over the holidays. And I can't find anything that's reasonably priced. Is that pretty normal, pretty typical? I, I know it's typical, but rather like, what, have you ever seen anything in the past? I was like, yeah, over December 23rd through January 2nd, this is extremely cheap. Um, no, yeah, that's a good question. That's definitely the, I, that one week and peak summer are the, the most expensive times to fly. Really? And and if anything, yeah, like, so yeah, if, if, if you ask me that question, I'm like, your best bet is Central America, Mexico City, maybe. Yeah, I saw uh, Panama Puerto Rico. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but beyond that, really, nothing's going to. I mean, that's why we, we, we save those peak summer and holiday deals for our premium members, just because they are, you know, much more rare. Um, and they do come around, but it, yeah, it's, it's definitely, there's no, there's no pattern to it where it's like, oh yeah, every Christmas you can usually get good deals to, you know, Spain or something. Although I would definitely love to love to see that. Yeah. Well, cool. That's a good intro. I mean, to, to what you guys are doing. Um, let's go ahead and transition a little bit. I mean, we, we kind of sort of, we're talking a lot about what, how to get the cheap flight. Like, give me, uh, a quick story, if you don't mind, about your experience using Scotch Cheap Flight and what that looked like. Yeah. Uh, do, do you mean, you know, how I came to Scotch Cheap Flights or, or flights that I've taken through Scotch Cheap Flights? Legit flights. Like, let's talk about your savings, what you've done. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, I, I have probably, I, I've taken about four to five trips, but three really stand out to me. Um, my first trip that I ever took with Scott's was actually a mistake share. Um, and it was from DC where I'm originally from to Stockholm for $130, Good know, $150, <laughs> yeah, hundred $150. Um, and I like putting that one out because it's very similar to how Scott started Scott flights. I think he took a $110 or $130 flight from new york to milan wow um, and that's i mean that was the, oh, the beginning of statue flights that's yeah. crazy so, yeah. so that was i mean a good introduction into scotchy flights for what, what would you, fifty dollars and i'm going to interrupt because like i'm assuming that was a mistake yeah. airfare correct what yeah exactly what, how, yeah. like how does this give me the the you, you because i don't have any idea i've tried to look into this like how does this work like can they do they have to honor it and what is a mistake airfare like how does this even happen yeah, I mean, mistake airfare shares at the base of it is just, you know, if someone's manually entering the prices or something messes up on the airline side and you see instead of, you know, $1,250, you're oh seeing my $125. Lord. Jeez. Um, can, they, that's, can they cancel the, the, the flight? or They can. Um, they, they definitely can, and a lot have. Which So that's why in our emails we send... Uh, a little blurb. It's like, hey, like you know, this is a mistake fare, so definitely wait a week or two after booking to make sure that it's not canceled before booking. You know, any tours or uh, um, like yeah, living situations. But uh, we do have those mistake fares where the airline 
they honor it. Uh, the the best one I can think of recently was, I believe it was a mainly West Coast business class mistake fair in the six hundreds um, to uh, many other many places in Southeast and Eastern Asia, um, and that one was a huge hit because the, the the airlines even came out and tweeted like, "Hey, we're aware of this mistake fair. We obviously fixed it, but we will honor it." Wow. Um, and that's, that's cool. That's kind of the, the difference there. Yeah. Is some, some airlines are okay with taking that reputation hit of, you know, Hey, we set we set these fares, they were mistake fares and we're going to cancel everyone's. And some are like, you know what? Yeah. Our mistake that's on us. <laughs> um, but you know, you, you know, we had people book it and we're not going to take that away from them. I wonder what so, person sat in the room and like had made that mistake and what they're feeling when that happens. I would be panicking. Oh. Like I'm going to lose my job or something. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it, you're right. And we've thought about that before where we're, you know, we're capitalizing on someone's, <laughs> someone's mistake. Some, someone's probably sitting there like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. Like, I hope I don't get fired. And we're over here like, oh, like, yes, perfect. This is what we're looking for. That's so, funny. But, yeah. So, so when you, uh, when you take your, you know, your $150 or whatever it was flight, mm-hmm. you know, your mistake flight. So do you, do you, uh, when you travel, do you, you know, keep the savings and then, you know, like, you know, stay in the hostels or do you, do you know, do you go baller status, get in the penthouse suites and what do you do? <laughs> um, yeah, great question. I, I think I, I do a mix of that. Um, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a huge saver, even though I should be. Um, but I, I do, yeah, I do stay if I'm traveling, especially like Europe or, Honestly, a lot of places out of the U.S. Um, I stay in hostels. One reason for that, though, is I've I've recently kind of gotten into the hostel life and have seen like how amazing and how much of like a community hostels can be. So that's actually one of the one of the main reasons I started doing that. Also, yeah, you do save money, so uh, I think that's a win-win over there. And then, but for me, yeah, I think with that thinking of, oh, like I spent 150 bucks on this flight. I can eat at this super good restaurant. I can, you know, do this amazing tour or go, you know, go see like these five museums or something um, based off that. So that definitely is in the back of my mind as well. Yeah, um, I feel like that's like a crazy when people think of hostels. I, I, I know I did this for a really long time until we went to Peru for the first time. But uh, we had this, or I had this envision that it was just like a crazy college party place, but we ended up getting like a private yeah. room. It wasn't, it was like, it was private. We could store our stuff there, lock the door. I mean, it was, it wasn't, uh, this open room where everyone's, uh, just laying their clothes out everywhere, you know, like, Hey, welcome to college again. It was, it was a lot yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, even with like those kind of the, the, the shared rooms, it's, I, I'm, it's always so interesting to see the different types of travelers there and you really are able to meet everyone which is super cool like even in stockholm i think on my like third day there i met two people um one was from turkey and i think one was from egypt and we actually took that day like the the day we met and just walked around stockholm and, and explored and stuff that's cool so that yeah that really surprised me actually um and that's one thing that I wish the U.S. was a little better at was the hostel uh, traveler life. There's not too many hostels over here, so. Sure. 
Kevin, weren't you just yeah. in, uh, weren't you just doing the PCH and you, uh, you said that you stayed at only hostels with, uh, with your lady? Yeah, we, uh, we drove up, yeah, up the PCH, went to San Francisco, down, um, down back to Hollywood. And yeah, that's pretty much all we did was, was hostels. It was, that's awesome. It was, uh, I mean, it wasn't oh, as cheap cool. as, you know, a hostel in, in Peru or anything. You're, we were still paying pretty good, but it was definitely still a lot cheaper than, uh, the hotel. Um, wasn't one of them on the hotels, beach too? Yeah. Uh, so there was one that was actually at a lighthouse right on the water, but Ooh. we didn't get to stay there just because uh, um, all the fires that were going uh, on in California at the time, mm-hmm. and they had the power out, so we had to we had to scramble and find something else. Yeah, it's been a bummer. But that would've been really cool. Yeah, um, Julian, do you, I'm going to challenge you here, and I, I don't know if you've got any of this information, but I mean, do you know a little bit about flying into Lima or what that looks like, or if you had any tips or tricks? Um, yeah, I mean, Lima unfortunately is not one that comes around too often, mm-hmm. uh, but but when it does, I've, we've seen it. I, I don't. I think we've seen it in like the the four hundreds. Um, especially from kind of your East coast places, uh, obviously a little lower if you're looking, you know, Miami, maybe even Texas, but beyond that, I mean, it's just, what what is that? What does that look like for you? Like you talk about like Miami, right? I hear a lot of people doing this. I'm curious how many people do it. You said, okay, it's 400 for Miami. You're in New York city. It's $1,500 from New York city. Do you take a flight from New York city to Miami? Yeah, um, that's that's definitely something that that I would I would do. I know I know a lot of people who have done that, and that's something that at Scotts we advertise. Um, we have a great blog writer, um, and she she she's uh, written stuff about how you know if if there's an amazing fair somewhere, usually domestic travel is is not too bad, and that's actually one of my. Uh, I would say one of the ways that I, I, I fly cheap is not being tied down to your home airport. And if, I mean, if there's a $150 flight from DC to Stockholm, but you live in Texas, I mean, that flight's going to cost you what? 200, sure, sure. maybe 300 at the most, you know? Um, but add that with a 150, that's, I mean, that's still cheaper than almost everything else you're going to get. So you're opening um, it up to everything just to be able to say, Hey, in the off chance that there's a cheap flight somewhere. And if you were going to Peru and you saw something from Texas to Lima, you know, Houston or something like that, you would basically figure out a way to get a cheap flight down to Houston. Yeah, exactly. Would you stay um, the night? Domestic or? Travel, I, I probably would. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great idea. Especially if, if it's a, a city that I haven't been to or haven't explored much, I might, I might even take, you know, fly down a day or two before, um, and make that into kind of a two city trip rather than a one, a one city, uh, trip. And, and especially because most of these airports that you can fly, especially to Lima, you know, your Texas cities, your, your Florida cities, they're usually bigger, they're more fun. So yeah, yeah, definitely fly down there a day or two before. I mean, I think I flew, I just went to, where did I fly? Orlando, um, or Tampa. I just flew to Tampa a few weeks ago. And I think my ticket was $180 uh, round trip. So getting a $180 ticket and then a what $350 ticket to Lima. I mean, there that's, that's, that's a great deal in yeah. itself right there. Yeah. So, that's really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, j- I mean, just on the the idea and the aspect of traveling cheap, the, a lot of my friends have always asked me, you know, how do you? You're constantly going all over the world, and it's really not true in terms of like they think they assume that I'm spending a ton of money, and, and the fact is I'm not. And we've got a lot of trips that we've cr- or tips, excuse me, that we've created ourselves uh, between Kevin and I because. He's a big Googler where like, I don't know if you're familiar with like, we have so many sites, but like Wirecutter, we're looking at the best product at the cheapest price. I mean, we're, we, we use Scott Cheap Flights. Mm-hmm. We use uh, the points guy. I mean, we're constantly trying to find the best stuff for the cheapest price. Uh, and I think one of the ways that we do a lot of our traveling truly is through utilizing both tools. Uh, I think you kind of go when you, when you implement Scott Cheap Flights with something like credit card points. It becomes extremely affordable to do a lot of things, especially if you don't make a ton of money. And uh, we, we, anytime we go to Peru, it's typically a, a reward flight um, of some sort. And I know Kevin the other day was talking. I mean, he has. I don't, Kevin. I don't know if you've done it, but you haven't spent any of your points, and you found flights from Nashville to Frankfurt. You've had this card, the Chase Sapphire Reserve, for like four years, and you're like, I could literally fly my girlfriend and I to Frankfurt, Germany, first class or business class or whatever, and still have points left over. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely spent my points, but I just keep accumulating so many more. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, it, and, but yeah, it was, it was actually from, uh, uh, New York to, but yeah, to, to Germany and, and like, you know, get one of those sleeper, first class sleeper for free just because of all the points I got, you know? It's crazy. I, that's my dream someday is to, to be a sleeper. Like, I would love that. Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Right? Wake up. You feel rejuvenated. Yeah. You, you're not like jet lagged, you know? You're just like, oh, this is no, fantastic. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny that um, that you say that, though, because... Um, or more about the, the points is I have a lot of friends who fall under that trap. Um, not trap because trap is a negative connotation, but where the, the, the flight prices are so cheap that at some point they're like, well, we'll just pay cash for it. Or, you know, like we'll use our credit card and sure. buy it. Yep. And then you're not using your points. And then you're also, but with that purchase, you're getting more points. So my right. friends are like, I just, I have so many points and I'm just not able to use them. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, your life is so hard. Your life is so tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. We, we saw like a huge deal go on for Lima not too long ago for $400 from Houston, Texas. And we were actually waiting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully something comes back up cause we're heading down in June. And, uh, I know like it, it's just bizarre to me how affordable things can get random times. Like it just, it is mind blowing. June is the busiest time in Peru, you know, and flights are dropping like crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we sent a Lima deal probably like three, three, four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, it was a pretty widespread deal throughout, um, honestly, throughout the U S yeah. Um, um, I just pulled it up now, you know, Boston 450 to Lima. That's crazy. Uh, Miami 391. I mean, you, you love seeing those 300s yep. to Lima. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, Julian, is there anything else that you can think of that you got to say or you want to say about uh, Scott Cheap Flights and kind of what, you know, what you guys are doing? Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I was looking at my notes. Um, yeah, the, the the other the other main thing, I mean, the other big big idea of Scotts is we like flipping we travel on its head in a way. So obviously, Scotts or Scott himself, he started Scotchy Flights to make travel more accessible, uh, make travel, you know, 
Jeez. <laughs> Scott's cheap fights. He can't, he can't really go against that. And then so one of the main I- ideologies we share is most people, when they look for flights, you know, you think of the dates that you want. And then after that, you think of the place that you want to go. And then that's when you start looking at And while that, you know, some people have to do that based off when they have, when they have breaks, when they have maybe a student, maybe that's, you know, you're looking in summer break when it breaks. But for most people, the, the cheapest way to get pricing is if you flip that. So instead of date, place, price, you're looking at price, place, and date, where you're looking at the cheapest prices. You're, you don't have a limit on, you know, oh, I want to go here. I have to go here. Instead, you make like, a, oh, I have a top five places I want to go or something. Um, and then after that, then you look at the dates of where you want to go. And with that, you're not, you're not restricting yourself to the availability and the dates, and you're not restricting yourself to uh, a certain airport or two, and that's truly how you get uh, the best of the best prices. Gotcha. Um, I mean, that Stockholm deal, I, I, Stockholm wasn't on my list. I mean, not, not that I have anything against Stockholm, um, but I just, you know, I had a lot of things, bigger, bigger places in my head, New Zealand, Australia, um, parts of Asia, but that, that deal came through, and I was like, this, this deal is just too hard to pass, pass up. So I took it and I mean, not only you know, are you, do you get the travel, but you're able to experience a lot of new places, a lot of, um, a lot of new cultures that you just didn't expect to. And I think that's another thing that members say that they love about Scotty flights is they're not, I mean, members aren't able to take every deal that we give them. That's, that, that's crazy actually. But, uh, one thing that they are able to do is kind of window shop. And that's something that people really love doing is, oh, I've never heard of this place. Or, oh, I've never thought about going here, but with this price, maybe I will. What is there? And then, you know, they kind of do their own research um, and then see what, you know, tours, what what um, activities are able to. Hopefully, they, if for Lima, they, 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 they find your site um, and, and use that. Um, and then, yeah, and then from there, they're able to just get the, the best prices on, on deals. Yeah, I think that's a that's definitely a good way to put it, right? From just to recap, there's some sounded like some crackling on the at one point, but basically the case in point is like look on Scott Sheep flights, uh, find your flight ahead of time, then basically ask for your vacation time. Uh, go ahead and then book all your tours and your yeah. hotels, etc., and go from there. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, uh, I love the tool. I think you guys should check it out. Go look at it. It's really for, like you said, you book one flight and you, you definitely paid for it yourself. And uh, yeah, Julian, thanks so much for hopping on. Just kind of going over the the cheap tactics. You know, we love getting those insider tips, if you will, on how to just travel cheaply and obviously yeah, relate to Peru. So thanks yeah, so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, no worries. Or thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Happy to, brother. All right. Well, <clears throat> thanks so much, everyone. Oh, by the way, I got to throw this out there. Uh, Though we were supposed to have Scott's cheap flights on about three weeks ago. And I got to thank you, Julian, because the last time I had to cancel because I got Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, which is sounds like a cartoon thing, but it's like a legit tick-borne disease. And I was on my deathbed and I texted him. I was like, I can't do the podcast. And he was like, oh, no worries. You know, we'll do it later today. So thanks so much for a bear with me and, and getting back on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Actually, yeah, before, 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 wow, before we hop off, I do want to point out, um, the one thing I was, I was 
I was going through the website or your guys' website, and one of the things I really liked was um, it, it may seem like a small thing, but you guys include the what's not included on this trip. Yeah. Um, and you also give the prices of that or for most of the trips and for most of the, the things that are not included. And I thought that that was super, super, super useful because I've, I've booked, you know, so many of these tours or activities that you do. And then while you're on it, you're like, oh, this small group is going kayaking down this river. And I didn't know that was a thing, but you had to book that in advance and you don't know how much that costs. So even just having that, that knowledge there of knowing what else you could do and how much it costs, I feel like is a, a super cool thing that you guys have on there. Thanks. Just to throw that out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. We, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin and I have worked really, no. really hard making sure that you know, people, I mean, first of all, that, that was 90% Kevin's idea right there. We just transitioned to an a la carte system and, uh, and we t- building the a la carte system in itself was very difficult. We, we originally wanted to build the a la carte system at the beginning, but we were like, you know, this is, we just didn't know how to build the system actually through the site and, uh, creating it was right. kind of like an example got brought to us. When I buy a taco, I don't want to have to pay for the cheese. I don't, you know, I want to pay for what I'm putting on the taco. And it's like, well, we can do that. You know, like, that's easy. So we'll, we'll do that. And then hope, hopefully at the same time, like people will see that it can be very, very affordable. But at the same time, if you want to have yeah. a great experience, it just costs a little bit extra. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. A lot of it, a lot of it too, is just, you know, as time goes on and you learn about your business, you know, everyone has their different, uh, you know, idiosyncrasies of what they want to do on their trip. And, you know, we just want to make sure that it was, you know, what they want to do. You, you can't know, drop bombs like that and not explain go. what that word means. Idiosyncrasies. <laughs> what, what do you got? Give me the definition. I mean, everyone, everyone has a unique aspect of the trip that they want to, uh, you know, that they want to partake in. You know, some people may not want to do whitewater rafting, but then they want to do, you know, the zip line on the, on the tour, you know. So um, just to make it accessible to everyone. Yeah. No, I, I dig it. I love everything that everyone's doing here so far. Very bright minds on the podcast today. I'm including myself in that. I'm very humble. Um, <laughs> joking. Cool. Well, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it. If you go to Peru, let us know. If you want to go to Peru, let us know. Anyone on your team is going. We'll definitely do the best we can to hook some stuff up for you and show you a really good time. The, when I say that, uh, the place that we oh, always yeah, throw out awesome. there. Yeah, the place we always throw out there is Ryan Community. Just to get people that local Keshwa look. Um, we love sending people up there. So it's uh, when I say hook it up, it's usually just a really, really sweet, unique experience and really immerse you in the culture uh, just to see what it's really like to be That's a So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for hopping on and thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Again, I'm David Kozlowski with Julian from Scott Sheep Flights and Kevin Grow. Talk to you soon.